SoundCloud. Perfecto, I think we are good to go. What's up, what's up, everybody? My name is Wick, 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 Wick. And I have with us today a, a wonderful, wonderful surprise. I have the, the famous, the infamous Jamie Kellum. Uh, Jamie, who, who also runs a business and she's gonna talk to us a lot more about it. But I have been stalking Jamie to get her to do this interview for for a while and, and we had some hits and some disconnects but but because i saw what she was doing with her business her her amazing following and just just the comments and positivity jamie that you put on facebook i go i don't know who jamie is but but you're somebody i want to know all right so so welcome welcome well thank you all right so so t tell us you know t tell us a, a little bit about about yourself how you got involved in the beauty industry and, and let's go from there. So interesting enough, I um, went to the medical field first. So I went to nursing school right out of high school. It was not for me. Um, however, what I learned in there, I was able to apply it to actually what I do today. Mm -hmm. And I applied it to the, um, the nursing aspect of helping and solving problems for, you know, when a patient comes in, they're sick, they need a problem solved. And right. so I haven't seen that in the beauty industry at all. And so I find it interesting that one of my first jobs, it was at the hospital with a physician's group and we did medical aesthetics. So that's really how I got in the door of the aesthetics, the beauty industry. Because what is, and Jamie, quickly, what is medical aesthetics? What's the difference between normal? So medical and aesthetics medical? would be a medical. So a difference is, it's a certification process. So it's extra classes and training. So you're trained in microdermabrasion, you're trained in chemical peels. Um, the setting is a medical office with maybe a physician that oversees things. Okay. So there's not a license for medical esthetician. So I always say I'm licensed esthetician, certified medical esthetician. And that's just where my training just has stemmed through tunnel down. Um, but I'm all about how do we solve problems? I don't want to just sell someone a product or a service, but I want to solve their problem. I want to hear the concern and be able to give them a real solution because I've been in the industry, gosh, for almost 20 years. And the feedback that I get from customers that walk in my door and that are in my inbox, they are promised something and they invest. And in return, they're disappointed and frustrated. And so from the very beginning, when I was in that medical office setting, I learned how just by observing those doctors and the training that I received on how to really listen, nurture and solve problems for people. And you can do that in the beauty world in a different way. And um, it's just a cool opportunity that I get to wake up to every day and do it. So, so it, how, how does that work? Because I, I think nowadays uh, there's a lot of people and, and I know I'm continually working on myself to not just naturally assume I know the solution, right? Because yeah. the industry itself or any industry, it's of course uh, uh, addressing the problem and all that. But more important, as you listen to somebody, I, I think there's just so many, so much information that a person can give you uh, of why they want it. So for example, if, if someone's coming come in for, for a facial or a treatment, sure, they, they, they want to get uh, their, they want to look better and get their skin healthier. 
However, there's that reason why behind it or, yes. or what else you can uncover, right? Does that sound about what you're talking about? Oh, absolutely. You always have to go deeper with, well, why are you here? Well, what brought you here? You know, um, why did you choose me over hundreds of other businesses? I asked those yes. very complex questions up front. And my goal is to build a relationship with them. I want to help them and solve that problem, but I also care about them too. And if I've seen anything in our industry, I wouldn't say I'm a veteran, but two decades in, I guess you could say hey. I am. Um, you know, a lot of estheticians or just beauty consultants, professionals, they, I think they're so excited. They forget to listen first. <laughs> Yeah. And so if we could just really listen to the customer and just hear people better, I think we could help them better. Our businesses would thrive better. Our customer service, people would be running to us and we wouldn't have to chase or find them. That's one thing I can say I've been incredibly blessed with. Um, people do find me. Um, I am relatable, but I'm also like, girlfriend, like, let's get the coffee and what's going on in your life today. But I'm also their professional too. I think there's a fine line of how to do oh, that. And I, I think that. really the answer you asked is why are they here? How can I help you? You know? No, no. And, and that's awesome. Uh, you and I were like kindred souls. Cause I, all, I believe in the exact same thing, meaning, you know, be personable, but always be professional. Meaning I'm not going to speak to somebody like, what brought you, you know, it's like, hey, girlfriend, what's going on? Well, you know, but but one question here, and, and if anybody is watching this, what, what you just said is worth the price of admit uh, of admission, uh, it's, which is free anyways. But if we were charging for this is right? what brought you, what, what brought you in? And more importantly, I, I learned this question from somebody. I, I can't remember who, but it's, but they said, what brought you in today? Or, or why did you respond like today? So Basically, yeah. in, in any industry, especially in the skin and beauty industry, they, they're, they're seeing you because they have a problem, right? And they've been thinking about that for a while, whether it's, you know, their skin or it's acne or eczema yeah. or whatever. They've been dealing with that for a, for a while. And, and just like everybody, at some point, enough was enough. Yeah. And, and, and to me, that, that's that question that is just so magical. It's like, you know, how long have you been dealing with this? But what brought you in today? Like, like what finally brought you into, you must've been thinking about this for a while. Why today? Why, why did you contact me today? And then they'll, and let them, right, unravel their story of, of the pain, of the, the issues, of the challenge. Yeah. Because uh, a, a good friend of mine, Ray Engen, good, really good friend of mine, he taught me once, he goes, Wick, you, you bond with the problem. So as you discover what people are struggling with, like if I'm doing fine and you help me out, you know, that's great. However, Jamie, I truly believe when someone is struggling, when somebody is hurting, it's that, it's that old story uh, with a lion who had a, a thorn in its paw and he was about to eat a yeah. mouse or something like that. And that mouse pulled out that thorn and instantly they were best friends because, because that's what we deal with, right? So, so in, in your industry, uh, that is so critical is to bond and to, to yeah. build that relationship. It's not just about giving somebody a facial, right? Oh, no. And I think, you know, I, I'm a big observer and even like, I love going to spas and visiting and 
think we can all learn something from someone. We're going to be treating redness, rosacea, acne. Um, acne aren't just going to fight that. You have to, well, when did it start? Right. Tell me about that. Tell me about the stress in your life. So I almost dig down and it's just like mouse chasing its tail, right? I go deeper and deeper and deeper. And I do that in about a 15 minute time increment. And I just ask them questions to right. make them think, oh, okay. So if you're spending all this money on topical product and solutions, you're thinking you're finding solutions and then you end up frustrated. Well, why are you frustrated? You know? And so if you just ask them and think differently and think outside the box, you'd be really, really surprised that, you know, clients just in my experience have said, well, no one's asked me that before, you know, no one's thought to ask. And so I just, I think I'm really good at asking the right questions because I do really want to help them. And if I ask Absolutely. the right questions, I can serve them better. And, and uh, you know, kind of like just hearing you speak, it's, it sounds like being an esthetician. It's, it's like almost a, a part-time private investigator. You're right. You're trying to uncover, Absolutely. right? You got, you're like a sleuth. Right. And people appreciate that, right? Uh, there, there's so much uh, false information out there because of yes. the noise, because of the advertising, because, yeah. you know, all these other companies or brands are, are just selling these, these products that are, hey, this one size fits all. But, but that's not the case with the skin, yeah. is it? No, no. So the skin tells a story. Um, so about 10 years ago, after I'd been in the industry for 10 years, you know, I was tired of just walking in and, and punching a clock and grabbing a chart and running to a room. Um, and so there was a spark because of the frustration that I kept hearing, you know, in my treatment room. Well, Jamie, what are we doing today? I've, I've paid X amount and like we're talking tens of thousands of dollars, you know, and I'm the same. How are you going to help me? And I remember one patient in particular and I was like, all right, done. I'm, I'm going to study. I'm going to find out. And then that particular case, we were treating the body. Mm -hmm. So we were treating cellulite, which is a hot topic, hot topic. And um, gosh, on the counters in services, medical spas, you know, regular spas, it's a hot topic. And I had not found any knowledge that was helpful. We weren't born with it, first of all. And so I just right. started studying the body in a different way. And that helps me to help people better. And so I'm a big reader. I don't read anything or, you know, um, everything, but I read specific things that help me with the questions that I get on an intake level. And so she paid $10,000 for her cellulite. We weren't solving her problem. Mm -hmm. Do I work for that company? No anymore. I opened my own, but I really want when people come into the door, I want it to be a second home to them. And, I, and even if it's an inbox now, you know, with COVID, we were forced to shut down. So that's always fun. But it's, okay. well, how can we wake up today and still serve in the same capacity as if we were in our building? How can we be better? And so I've just always just done that in a way that's humble and relatable. But I do want to help serve them in a way that no one else has. So that's where you build trust with people. 
Okay, so like, like one thing, Jamie, about you, the, the, and, and to me, you, you're like gravity. Meaning when, when I hear you speak or I hear you talk, you, you're so passionate, meaning yes. I, I'm getting juiced just hearing you, you speak about cellulite here. I'm like, well, you know, what's going on here? I want to know right? more, right? So, so how, how did you become this way? Were you just always uh, an outgoing no. person or are you just really passionate about it? Like, you know, tell, because to me, that's what sales and marketing is. And, yeah. and if, if somebody is not passionate or I can't feel that passion, it, yeah. it, it, it causes hesitancy in me. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. I think you come to a place in your life and I really wanted to break into that million billion dollar area. Um, most estheticians are struggling financially in a billion dollar industry. And that blew my mind. And so, right. yes, I was studying the body and all that, but I studied business too. And I'm like, why are all these offices, these doctor's offices, they open and then they shut, they open and they shut and people have paid for packages and then they're out of money. They can't go back, they go to their appointment and the doors are shut. I've heard that often. And so it took seeing that and hearing that from just the community I was in for me to say, okay, I'm going to do something different. And so I did plug into personal development. I think it's so important to know your purpose and passion and why you do what you do. You mm -hmm. have to have a passion and a purpose to wake up every single day. And so those people will grow and those people will get outside of a comfort zone and continue to grow, even when statistics are against them. And so, um, I wasn't always like that. I wasn't always motivated, but I lived a life where no one taught me that in a lot of this industry, no one's mentoring you like the older estheticians or nurses. They're not saying, Oh, Jamie, come shadow me. Let me show you how I became successful. Right. So I wanted to almost stand in the gap of that and make it welcoming. Like anyone can do this too. If you choose to, if you choose to, you know, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, no, absolutely. Right. So, so here, here's one of the hard questions. And, and again, our, our focus is to serve, right? You, you and I, we're yeah. on the same page here. We're here to serve the, the audience. We're, we're here because uh, over time we maybe learned or we've learned something that worked for us and hopefully it'll work for them. But at the same time, uh, part of the, the issue is addressing why a lot of businesses are not succeeding. Like you mentioned, it's a billion, billion dollar industry. Right. Yeah. So what do you think are some of the common reasons that other estheticians are not reaching the level that that they're capable of? Because what one person can do, I believe anybody can do. Absolutely. Right? So what are some of the reasons that you think these some other estheticians are falling short? That's a great question. Um, and I have, I have researched this and studied it and gathered knowledge. I think one, they're not adequate, adequately trained. I think knowledge is power, but the right knowledge is power. Um, and I think once they get out of school, they're like a fish in the water. They're like, well, I got to find a job. And then at that job, they're not being mentored correctly. They're not being shown those steps of success. And I think too, those business owners really don't know. They're not plugged in. So all they see is overhead and dollar bills. So that's, it's like when you see something, you focus on it. It's like, why can't we see outside of that? So I think to answer you correctly, it's training and their lack of. Um, and really, if, if you have to really observe a situation and observe your business, 
and say, what am I doing really well? And what, where's the struggle? What am I not doing really well? And it's choosing to face that, okay, I'm not doing this really, really well. So I'm going to learn to do it better to step into that. Cause usually we just brush it aside. And I think a lot of times it falls in the consultation. They're not hearing you, um, nor are they wanting to hear you or understanding why they need to hear you. If that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. So, so, so listen, nurture, developed. Yeah, no. So it sounds like because it's it's I think how we started talking in the beginning where we're just so eager, we're so excited, and, and it's yes. not a bad thing. Meaning, again, it's good excitement. However, yeah. I think over the years and and like decades of experience, you learn because because I I've made several mistakes, and I'm like, okay, if I would have listened better in the beginning this would have been a different solution. This would, this would, this person would have of course benefited from me more. And, and more importantly, they know that I cared about them more because as you're listening, you're bonding again, that, that person is talking to you, to you about it. Uh, one thing that, that I think in, in terms of the beauty business where, and it's exactly in line with what you're saying is in terms of the, it's the beauty business, but I think it's backwards, meaning it should be a business first. Yeah. And, and the beauty and, and everything, the services you provide, uh, a lot of folks are understanding, like, for example, and, and I, I was commenting on you earlier, you have a ton of followers on your business page, yes. right? Ooh la la with uh, 3,232 people liking <laughs> and following your page. That is very bueno. Right? Thank you. But, <laughs> And that's part, that's part of the business, right? Uh, would you yes. agree that the larger of an audience that's listening to your message, the, mm -hmm. the more people that that message will go to and more clients and customers Absolutely. will come through your door? Absolutely. It's a, it's a built-in trust factor. And like I told you before we started, um, I do not have to chase people down for them to come find me. Um, they know what I do. I speak really well about that and I'm present on social media. That's another big thing. Whether you work for yourself mm -hmm. or if you are in a treatment room and you're an employee for someone, own your own business, own your own profession. And I think I'm seeing that in such a manner that either they don't know how or they don't want to. And so if we speak more about that, I think they're going to find that, okay, this is maybe the missing link. This is why people maybe don't return yeah. or they don't rebook or they, they're not buying retail or whatever the issue is. But if you just wake up every day and say, oh, it's another day. But if you change that and say, I get to do this today, I get to bless people and I get to make new relationships. And that's just the cool, I think that's where the passion comes in. And it's just fun. Yeah. And you know what? It's in sales and marketing. To me, it's always been like a game. Yeah. And and one of the things that, that's kept uh, me going and, and, and learning and growing is, uh, one, I, I accept all responsibility. Yes. I don't blame, regardless of what's going on out there. Right. So COVID is going on and this is going yeah. on. So COVID, COVID has uh, hit businesses hard. Right. Uh -huh. and, and now businesses are either really hurting or businesses have learned to pivot by saying, okay, I got to work on e-commerce. Okay. I got to work on retail. Okay. I got to work on education. But the truth of the matter is those are some areas that should have been worked on before. Right. 
Oh, absolutely. Because whether a pandemic comes at you, you should, most successful people in life, they don't stop when they're hit with something. They go around it. They just take a different route. And really, really smart business people learn to pivot. And so that's what we should be doing in the first place. We should be educating daily. It's like a daily intake, right? We should be learning to step outside of our comfort zone. We should be learning to do things that work and provide that business platform that you need. So business first beauty is part of that, but you need to have that mindset and that mentality. Yeah. So, so what's the difference between someone that takes ownership and someone that blames? What, what are your thoughts? Because the, it's, it's, it's easy to blame, right? The blame game is out there yeah. saying, that, you know what? COVID has shut me down. You know what? Uh, uh, these are some of the more, pro- more prominent uh, complaints I hear in the beauty industry. You know, of course, COVID, then people are canceling yeah. all the time. Uh, mm-hmm. No one is, I'm not getting referrals. I'm, I'm not getting this. I'm not getting this. I'm not getting this. And, and one of the things I mentioned to you before is I see things like a game. So if somebody's canceling with me and that's a, a regular problem that I'm dealing with in the beauty industry, at some point, when, if, if I take ownership instead of blaming the other person and go, okay, wait, this person is canceling or, or I'm getting these cancellations on a regular basis, how can I reduce that? What, what could I do to, to minimize yes minimize that because it's going to happen, but I can also minimize it as much as possible. Right? Yeah. I think that relationship factor, when you know people, you can understand people. And so fear often paralyzes us and fear will hold you and you don't even know it until you're out of it. And sometimes, so you asked me, what's the difference in someone um, that takes ownership and then someone that blames it's mindset. And it's your daily intake. So what are you choosing to wake up to plug into today? Maybe your whole book canceled. That's awful. But what can you do to be better prepared? Why did they cancel? If you just keep on asking why, well, what? Well, why? And how? And like go down this rabbit hole. Mm -hmm. You often find you can take back control of your business. And what you have control of what we can control, right? Um, so Absolutely. if we take that responsibility and shift that mindset and really surround yourself either with a team or a business or an owner that has a similar mindset as you, not the blame, not the drama. Like I have a no drama rule. <laughs> and so I don't tolerate it. And so if you don't tolerate it and don't let that in, you're going to get to where you want to be faster and you can people can come alongside you or they can choose to be exactly where they are that very very cool and, and if i i think so much of this jamie is is what you mentioned right in the beginning it's the relationship right because yeah. i i've seen several different types of businesses there's some businesses where where people get uh, they have plenty of clients that come in but they're not yeah. the kind of clients that that they want Right. Mm-hmm. So, so for example, if, if you are running a business and you, your books are, are filled and this and that, but, but they're not the, the caliber or quality of clients that you want, then you're going to have people that are canceling all the time and, yep. you know, excuses and drama and, th- and those businesses are out there. And, yep. and that is a horrible, horrible way to, to run a business because at some point, I, I believe you just get tired 
of the oh, cancellations, the drama, that's, that, that can be so, so draining compared to what you're talking about is building uh, the relationship. And, yeah. and those people, if you have a relationship with somebody, so chances are those people canceling are dramatically reduced. You know, what do you think about oh, that? Absolutely. So it's interesting. Um, the first 10 years of me being an esthetician is not who I am today. And it was a decision of one, I wanted to have control on how much money I brought home from my family. I didn't want any um, factor or anyone that owned a building to prevent that. And so re remind me of the question just real quick. Sorry, it left me of what you no, just no, asked no. me. The, 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 the quality of your clients, depending on, on people that are canceling all the time yes. and the ones okay. based so, on the relationships um, to build. Yes. So I used to have a book that I didn't know them. And so I didn't have that relationship and I didn't have a presence on social media. Mm -hmm. So there was this missing connectability piece. And I did have books that would cancel and, and I'll be like, oh gosh, well, why? And so I wasn't being fed in the right way. And I certainly didn't have any personal development, but my business now, even in COVID, it has grown <laughs> my Memphis location, yeah. especially it has grown, even though I don't live there, I live in a different state, but it has grown because I've continued to show up for those people. I've continued to text those clients, email those clients, send thank yous. How are you today? Yeah. Tell me what's going on. How has this affected you? So I've almost shifted it to, well, if I can't see them in a treatment room, let me just see how they're doing. Let me just do check-ins. And when we do that in a genuine way, I literally want to do it and I'm not expecting anything in return. There's a mind shift there and there's a success shift there. And there are just people connecting with people there. And I think that's important in this industry in particular. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and <laughs> oh, Jamie, you're, you're amazing. So, so and, and oh, people <laughs> here, here, people listen to Jamie, listen to Jamie, right? <laughs> And, and when you do that, when you check in, check in genuinely, right? Don't, don't, don't make it a, hey, what's up? I just want to make sure how you're doing. You're fine. Hey, that's, that's great to hear. By the way, I had a cancellation. Can you fill in that slot today? Yeah. Right? It's like, yes. no, no, don't, don't you make don't it about the business. To get something. Yes. And I see that. And I think too, when business owners, just the owners themselves, and it's great when I can say I'm an owner. And I'm in the treatment room, you can take ownership of both. But when they have this fear of debt, maybe debt is crushing their business or, or whatever it may be. Um, but when you just check in with people and if you, whatever obstacle you have, just go around that obstacle and just keep on trying and get back up and try again. And, and when you think differently, you get a different return, not because yes. you're expecting to, but just because that's how it is. Absolutely right. And, and, and don't have people are really smart nowadays because everyone, you know, we live in this this era where people are just trying to screw everybody over left and right just to take yep. care of themselves. And, and it's horrible. So it's, it's yeah. the old the, the old school way, just checking in, say, hey, how are you doing? And, and don't have that, that hidden agenda. So, Jamie, one thing you mentioned again, again, is uh, personal development. It's, it sounds like you've invested yep. in yourself. And, and, you know, your, your business is, since it's growing in one of the most critical and harshest times ever, uh, yeah. what, what, what do you do for personal development? What, what have you been doing that, that's worked for you? 
Well, um, again, if there's tons of personal development out there, I'm always trying to read a new book every month. And if that book doesn't feed or give me, you know, that piece for growth, then I usually just get a new book because there's lots of people's opinions out there. And I think yeah. learning who you are as a person, like I am an Enneagram eight, um, and I think when you understand how your mind works, you're going to understand how it responds to different things. So I'm big on personal development. Like, how can I grow today? And even if it's five or 10 minutes, if that can help me step outside of a comfort zone where I've been stuck for a little bit, I'm going to show up and do that. I can control that. And that doesn't cost a ton of money. And that's not something like when you're in aesthetic school or even nursing school, and nowhere in the hospital, um, people aren't really feeding themselves and wanting or seeking growth. And then, you know, younger people come in and it's just this like never ending cycle. And so I think when you can stand in the gap and speak on what you've done to grow, mm -hmm. I'm so big on personal development. I love Brendan Bouchard, um, John Maxwell with one of the retail companies I have partnered with. John Maxwell is someone that speaks often to right. our team of leaders. And so I think it's plugging into the right leadership because the right leadership will make you grow. Yeah, and, and absolutely. And, and there's so many wonderful sources out there. One thing that just to, to add on to, to some of the suggestions that you made is, uh, you know, working with somebody and listening to somebody that resonates with you. There, there's yes. so many different types of people out there and there's some that, that have done really, really well but you know, I just I just don't connect with them. And there's some other ones that that I listen to. Like I I, I listen to Maxwell. Uh, you know, Russell Brunson is one I follow. You know, Grant Cardone yeah. for the hardcore sales and, oh, and that I kind love, of aspect. I love Grant Cardone. He is yeah. rough sometimes, but I I love him. He's effective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I'm super excited. I'm actually interviewing. Uh, so if you know Grant, you know Jared. Um. He, He's his, basically he's Grant's right-hand man in, in terms of the business. And yes, I mean, okay, like, I follow his wife. So yes, I have yes. heard of Jared. Okay, yes. I'm, I'm interviewing Sandy uh, next week. So I'm super excited oh about goodness, that as well. Oh my goodness, she is such a doll. Yeah. Like I follow her on social. We've had a few conversations, but she's she is so sweet. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And just to, to look at that success. So it's, it's again, certain people will resonate with you. Find, yeah. that, find those people, find, find these books, you know, go on YouTube. There's so many resources out there, but, but the personal development is, uh, yeah. is huge. When, once you leave esthetician school, and this is one of my pet peeves, and even what, one of the reasons why I'm involved in your industry yeah. is uh, other than me wanting to, to, you know, be prettier myself right? is, is there's well, a that's huge, a, that's a must. <laughs> yes, that's worth it right there. But, but there's a huge right. gap in terms of, what they teach estheticians on how to run a business, the importance yeah. of that positive state of mind, importance <laughs> of goals, importance of uh, the numbers, importance of the marketing, because yeah. a lot of estheticians, they don't have that 3000 plus following that you do. So, so how did you get to that following? Meaning, you know, what, what were some, some tools or techniques that, that helped you develop your following? That's a great question. So when social media came about, it first was social media and then the video aspect was much later. But when social media came about and I knew I wanted to grow, 
into a space that I was, I was really on. Um, I invested in marketing classes to how to market on social media, how to bought any kind of like, direct messages about that all the time. And I'm like, and you know what I'll do with that? When that question comes, I will send them back with a question and say, can you tell me how this has been successful, this type of tactic? Um, and they usually don't answer. So if you can respond a question with a question, it just makes people think and sometimes stop what they're doing and say, okay, you're doing something different. Can you teach me how? And right. so I learned, I invested in class after class after class so I can learn how to do the thing that I really didn't know how to do. No, no, and, and absolutely, right? So like, like with, with, with you and, and, and your following, uh, you know, what, what are some of the things that you did? Um, to build the following? Yes. Is that what you're asking? Okay. Um, really? So just learning techniques. So one of the things that I've partnered with probably about two years ago when that following grew, and especially in a time where, um, you know, the economy is good, the skincare industry is going to be good. Usually it can mm -hmm. fall into place. And so it's like, well, how can I step into that season of, you know, abundance and blessing? And so I decided to show up every single day on social media. And the one thing that I did different was I brought people into my treatment room. Right. I didn't share all of the things, um, but I gave them almost like this sneak peek, not a stories type, but I gave a story with a story. So I would share women that would come in and what we did that day. And so it almost made people feel involved and they could see it on social. So I do use social to the ability that I can. So that's really what I've done is um, I share my life and I don't hold anything back. And so it's very inviting, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, that, that's one of the ways I, I, I connected with you because I, I follow you and what you do and just always yeah. positive. And one and one of the areas that, that I harp on people all the time that Jamie that, that you're doing uh, very well is you're consistent, right? You're constantly showing up. And, and sometimes I'll work with other folks that I'll consult with, and I'll, the first thing I'll do I'll go through their social media, and, and they'll post they'll have a post a month ago, and then maybe a yeah. week ago. But but it's not in this noisy noisy world. Yeah. You need to be consistent and consistently deliver valuable content, not just, hey, I got 20% off. Hey, I got yes. this. I got, it, that, that, you, you. See, I don't see too much salesy stuff from you. I see valuable content where, where I, I like and I follow. So what's the difference Thank between, you. what's, what's your perspective in terms of the content and how you deliver it? Um, so one thing I do is I learn what I don't want to do. <laughs> Yeah. And so a lot of med spa pages or even, um, you know, esthetician when they have their own business page, I have gone and kind of taken an inventory of what is out there already. And so what I do is I, I take, you know, that information. I'm like, well, where's the hole? So I'm really good at filling holes. And so if I can fill the hole of, okay, this is noisy, 20% off stock photos, um, whatever it is, I'm really big on don't use stock photos, um, yes. use your voice because your voice tells a story. And if it's like heartbeats, like Grant Cardone talks about this, like stories have heartbeats and sales have a heartbeat. And it's really not sales. It's you're like you're serving. And so if you can shift that, 
So my content is my life. And so whether that's in my treatment room or a product that's really helped serve me in a way and it solved a problem, I speak about that in a story type of, I guess you could say like um, evolvement, but I tell the what, the why, and the how, but I do it in a way where if some, cause I have a lot of cricket followers, like a lot of silent followers, they'll email me or message. And then next thing I know they're driving to my spa in Memphis and we're meeting. And so I I'm just real, (laughs) I'm raw and I'm real. And I'm plugging into things that are valuable. So in return, I'm able to give value. So if you're plugging into something that's valuable and that's effective versus, oh gosh, what am I going to do today? I have no one on my book. Um, How do I use social media? I will never get on video. So taking that mindset of I won't and say, Mm -hmm. well, what can I learn and how can I show up differently And I think really surrounding yourself with a leader that can lead you well. I have amazing leaders that challenge me and they lead me well. And I think that's a space where you just fill in the holes. You'll never see stock stuff from me. Um, But I tell stories and I think um, in a way that's effective and I serve people's heart and what they're looking for. Yeah, and you know what, as you're talking, I'm right here just writing notes because, (laughs) because I'm you know, getting, and one of the things that you just said that I like, and, and hopefully it'll resonate with other people. I love to make things rhyme. I think Dr. Zeus was, Zeus was amazing. So right? be, be raw and real and get your yeah. customers to feel. Yes, right? absolutely. Because when your clients are feeling, and, and, uh, and please, right, uh, j- just like a lot of other people, when I first started, uh, for whatever reason, right, I, I think I was just self-conscious the way I looked or whatever, yeah. But, but uh, I would use stock photos over pictures of me, yes. right? W- when clients come in, that stock photo person's not going to be the one working on them, right? Right. So uh, to me, it was a shift of saying instead of, and, and every now and then, sure, there might be a stock photo of some random thing, but now like right. 90% of the stuff that I do is going to be me because I want, and my, my things I harp on all the time, and, and you, please tell me if you agree or disagree, that people will do business with you if they know you, like you, trust you. Yes, the like, no trust factor, absolutely. Yes, it's a thing. And so here's the thing. Here's a great piece of advice that I was never told that I maybe I wish I was told years and years ago. Mm-hmm. If you're not confident, say you're not confident in your skin or your hair or how you look, when you look the part. So in my treatment room, I wear a white jacket. I kind of like go into that character of, you know, I'm, I'm friendly, but I'm not their friend, but I dress myself to that professional status. So I do take care of myself. I use the best products. So I find confidence and I look that part because looking that part helps you feel that part where you Mm -hmm. can show up differently and serve differently. Absolutely. Right. One of the areas, and this is actually on my list of, uh, (laughs) videos to put it's called suggestion versus prescription so for yes. example i think one of the biggest shortcomings of estheticians a lot of them that are, are struggling with is selling retail yeah right? and, and and one of the reasons i thought of i go okay when, when i think of an esthetician and like what you just mentioned in the white coat you know the, the first image that comes into my mind is a, is a doctor 
Yes. Right. Right. Absolutely. Right. Like you said, play the part. You you yes. are a professional. Dress that part. So yeah. the difference between a lot of estheticians and and when they're done with the facial and this that and the other that 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 client needs certain products in the routine yeah. to continue the the success. Right. I'm not just absolutely. speaking BS here. Right. No. Right. Absolutely. So retail is a huge part of um, helping solve their problem because you're with them for depending on how long the treatment time is. And then say they need six, 12 a year, whatever it is, whatever, there's so many treatments. I actually created a non-surgical facelift um, with a handheld tool that I put a patent on and a trademark on because, well, I like to create things and do things a little yeah, different. Good for you. But retail, um, there's tons of retail out there and I'm always researching, especially when it's presented, these retail companies have these reps and they're so busy hustling. It's like, no, take out the hustle. Why did you join this company? And so I, I really return that you said um, earlier, an investigator. My father is actually a retired special agent. So I don't know if it's just in my blood <laughs> to ask those questions, but it's like, well, why should I carry your product line? Well, tell me what it does because these are, this is what I do. I solve people's skincare is, um, issues, like really anti-aging body and skin. So how will this help serve my practice better instead of, well, you can make this much of profit when you take the money part out of it and that margin yeah. and you go into that problem solving, that's how I choose what retail I'm going to have. And I like to do the drop ship. It goes straight to their door because having retail sit on your shelf will kill a business in overhead. And when you have that type of fear, you show up to work differently. And so when Absolutely. you have a freedom, you show up differently. So I think choosing the right retail that's effective and getting feedback, asking clients, hey, what do you think about this product? And if you personally use it, if you personally use it and you can recommend, hey, this is what helped me and I, do I dealt with acne or rosacea or whatever it might be, if you can speak to how it solved your problem and how your problem, that like trust, no factor. Absolutely. Right. And, and, Did I and, answer and that's that question it, for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Right. And, but, okay. but, but, that, but that's the part of it. The, the retail part is a, a lot of uh, estheticians, they, they'll do a suggestion, but a doctor does a prescription. Right. So yes. it, as a doctor, when you ask all those questions that like what you do very, very well is you get a, to the heart of the problem. What's going on? What are their goals? What are they looking to accomplish? They're not coming there just for a facial. Maybe they are. But but I think a lot of the times yeah. it's for the long term effects. They want to look younger. They want to you know feel more confident. And, and in order to do that, they, they need just like a doctor would prescribe. If you went to visit a doctor with an ailment, an ailment. Uh, the doctor would say, cool, cool, ask you the questions. And then yeah. they prescribe to you a medicine. And I would say, I think 99% of the times people would say, okay, doc, and they would take that medicine, right? And, and to me, the esthetician, it, it, when people show up like you do in yes. a white coat and you're professional, you're not, you're not suggesting, you're, you're prescribing. Go, if you want these results, if you want healthier skin, this is the, the, the routine and the things that you're going to need. 
Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. 100%. And it just, it puts you in a different element on how you can really stand in a business when other businesses maybe are struggling around you. How can you stand out? How can you stand up and stand out? That's what I have on my website. And those are two words I use with passion, with desire, with determination. And if it's something where clients are saying, gosh, Jamie, I came in for dry skin and I still have dry skin. I then need to show up differently. Right. I need to have something on my shelf differently, you know, serve them better. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And, and, and it's, and one of the things you said earlier, uh, I'm telling you, Jamie, I got like notes galore just, just from listening to you. It's uh, fear versus freedom. Right? <laughs> if you're running a business with, uh, from oh fear. Oh my gosh, I love it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, fear versus freedom. Because yeah. if you're running a fear-based business, like I need to pay my bills, I don't have enough clients. You know, th there's yeah. a sense of desperation that 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 people can feel, as opposed to when you're freedom and, and just like a doctor, uh, when a doctor prescribes a medicine, they're, they're very confident. They're not they're not saying oh, you know well if right and and that confidence is 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 huge. Is it? You you 100%. sound pretty confident to me. Um. So you might see confidence and I might know um, or not know. So I come from a place of experience and education knowledge. So there's a different place of, okay, I'm going to feel confident. I'm going to act confident. But when you ask me more questions, you're going to know that confidence. If you ask why she has that confidence is the knowledge because knowledge is powerful. Right. And so we choose to plug into that and continue to learn. I think when estheticians come out of school, yes, great, get a job somewhere, but don't stop learning. It's like learn and know and learn that like trust no factor. You know, know your product that you're gonna send someone home with and they're gonna trust you enough to put that on their face. You better 110% believe that that's gonna work for them. So I think that's where the education and knowledge is coming into that belief. Um, have you researched it? Does it have white papers on it? You know, what's in it? It's funny. I had a conversation with someone. She was trying to sell something on one of my live videos um, the other day. And so I messaged her and I said, hey, you know, how are you? I built a relationship and mm -hmm. I said, hey, this is, you know, my business and this is what I do. And I do this really well. And so long story short, um, she said she is, was an esthetician but almost uh, also that she was a chemist. And I said, can you look at this product information? Um, here's the ingredients and tell me, like I kind of put it in her, in her court. And so her knowledge and experience didn't come with that confidence that she started with. So does that make right. sense? Absolutely. Hey, you got You got to test it. The, the, the yes. proof is in the pudding. Every, yes, everyone like, is an expert. Out. Yeah. Yes. Everyone is an expert. Everyone is the guru until you start asking them questions and say, show me the results, right? What, what, what have you done? What, you know, yes. show me some numbers, you know, what, what can you do with this? And, and that's Absolutely. when you people, you know, they, they talk a good game. Yeah. But they're, and anyone but they're, can do that. Anyone can do that. Yeah. But I think then that's I, where you learn the differences, how they speak well, the questions that they can just know right off top of the head, because the knowledge is here. And so you can't fake knowledge. You can't fake expertise, you know? No, no, no. And, and the experience is, is so critical. I remember one of my favorite memes I, I saw a while ago. It was a, a Grant Cardone meme. 
And, and it was just some some guy goes, great. This guy just took a weekend course and now he feels he's a Grant Cardone out there offering, you know, mentoring services. Uh, and, and again, there, there's a lot of people out there. I think they come with good intentions, uh, but can can they help? Can can they get the results and, and test them? Just like what you said, test them. Go, hey, what have you done? You know, do you drink your own Kool-Aid? And, yes. and to me, that's that's important. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so JB, one of the things that you mentioned is that like, you know, two, two decades, 20 plus years of experience. If, if you could go back in time, right? Let's just say you can go back in time to, to when you started. Now, it's, it's one of those things, if I knew then what I knew now, right. you know, I would have done this differently and been this much farther. What are, what are some things you would do if you had stepped in a time machine and, and met Jamie from, from the beginning of your career? Great question. Um, I would probably not talk as much and I would listen more and I wouldn't be so defensive. Um, I think when you are new and you're not confident and you don't have that knowledge to back up that confidence, you um, kind of are scared to show up in a, in a way that's, I guess, got that veteran, you know, um, coattail to it. And so I would definitely listen more <laughs> and I would take what people said with value I would gather that knowledge because when you gather knowledge you can come up with a solution and so I would definitely listen more I would not talk as much and um, I would do things that I was scared to do and like sat on, you know, it's like we watch people. Well, let me see what they do. Like I would stop watching everybody and I would just go and how like power in with knowledge, personal development, and how can I be different in an industry that's noisy? And so I would just kind of take that knowledge and simplify it, listen more, study more and show up more. So, so what are some of the things, because I, I, I truly believe that fear is a huge uh, debilitator, right? It, it stops us in our tracks. It, it doesn't let us do this. Uh, me, myself, I've been scared for the longest to do these kind of videos, meaning I, I just similar to you, I've been in the sales and marketing industry for 20 plus years, but it's yeah. taken me this long to feel comfortable putting myself out there, right? Yeah. And, and, and I know how much it's cost me just this ridiculous amount of, of money, of time, uh, yeah. of cutting my life short. All right. So, so what are some things that, that you might have been fearful of in the beginning? And once you conquered that fear, you're like, why was I even afraid of this? And oh, my God, look what a difference it's made in my business. Um, definitely when live video first, it was like Periscope and now Facebook and now Instagram, all the things they all joined. But live video scared me. <laughs> to death. And so I would sit on that, you know, I would actually record videos and practice and I'm like, nope, nope. But then when you just show up and you just are who you are and you have that knowledge and experience. Um, so definitely live video has served clients that maybe don't know me. Maybe they're in a different state. I have tons of people that will drive like a huge mile radius to my Memphis location and they drive because I get on these live videos and it's like they're right. with me and they know me and I'm not different on my website on social media than this conversation is right here and it all should match it all should be a value and it all should Absolutely. reference who you are and reflect you know 
Yeah, I know. Absolutely. Because uh, again, it, it's breeding that familiar familiarity, right? That I know you, yeah. I like you, yeah. I trust you, right? And, yes. and when you're consistent throughout, and, and that's why I think, uh, you know, I, I really uh, enjoyed, you know, following you and, and watching you and, and seeing all the things that you do is because you're that same person throughout. You're, you're not a stock, a random stock photo here, uh, this there and, right. and this and that. It's just, you know, this is who I am. I'm just, I'm just chill Jamie. Okay, can I right. call you that from now on? Just chill, Jamie. I'm just, I'm just. Absolutely. Just well, and it's when you're confident in who you are and you have knowledge in that confidence, see confidence will um, dwindle away if you don't have knowledge and power yeah. to back that up. And so dig into that, find it, find your sweet spot, find, learn how you operate and how your brain thinks. Like there's a whole thing on that. Once you know yourself, and you're confident that knowledge and power will back all of that up. Awesome. Absolutely. So, so when, when you were doing these videos initially, before you started getting comfortable and, and letting chill Jamie free and saying, woo, here I am world, right? What right. were some of your struggles? Because, I, you know, like, did you record a bunch of videos and go like, oh no, oh my God, I'm deleting that. Or oh, before yeah. you went on Facebook, you gave yourself like a pep talk. Walk me through the process for you to get comfortable. Okay. And, but more importantly, Jamie, I, I, it's, I want to hear the pain. I want to hear your struggle because that's where I think a lot of people, including myself, that's where we are. Okay. So it definitely was. So where the struggle was like with showing up differently or like just the why behind that. Give it, give it all of it. Or both. Yes. So when I decided to you know, be a business owner and not just esthetician in the treatment room, you have to know all the hats in a business. You need to know operations. You need to know financials. You need to know what, how to run that company and not, you know, have to close your doors. Like there was a why deeper than anything. I've heard people have, they spent money with med spas and doctors and then they went to their appointment and the doors were shut. Mm -hmm. So knowing that was like my why, like I never wanted to step into a space of being a business owner and being fearful that maybe one day I would have to shut my doors. It's like, why not start out that I'm never going to shut my doors and this is the steps on how to do that. So I knew I had to show up on social media differently because it's a free tool <laughs> and you can reach thousands of people in a one shot video of who you right. are, who you serve and what you do really well. And so the struggle was, I never wanted to go to work every day and not be able to pay myself. We're valued. Like when it comes to work, you should be rewarded with that. That goes to your family. No one should ever work for free. And you hear this often of like, well, I had to pay all of the overhead and I couldn't pay myself. Well, why are right. you still showing up and doing this then? What can be different? And so the struggle of, you know, I'll just, I'll just be really honest. There was a time where we could not buy groceries and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do something different. I'm going to step way outside of comfort zone and I'm gonna go and I'm gonna run and I'm gonna grow and no one's gonna stop me. So that fear, like mentality of not having, I turned it around and said, 
I'm going to do this. Watch me. So Jamie, uh, we, we struggle, uh, you know, as, as human beings, we, we go, there's the ups, the downs and all that stuff. You know, yeah. I, I've been, I've been at a place where just like you, you know, groceries is like, you know, going to restaurants, looking at prices before you look at what you want to yes. eat. Right. So, yes. so how, 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 how is that for you? Meaning at that time, understanding and, and knowing did, did you have kids at that time when you, when you yes. couldn't afford them? Yeah, we had kids at that time. Um, and of course, you know, we, we made it through, but I was like, gosh, what are we doing? Cause I've been in the industry for a very long time. I'm showing up, I'm overworking. And when there's overwork, there's burnout. Like I still hear to this day, this is the month of, you know, um, people are in the spa getting fate. Well, with COVID, I don't know. Everyone wants to look their best because there's pictures yep. and family and all that. And so um, the holidays usually is a really rough time for hairstylists, estheticians. Did you lose there you me? Are. No, 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 we're, so we're sorry. good. No, that's okay. Um, it's a really rough time. And what I see in the industry in a professional way of they're putting 15 hours in 16, 18 hour days but yet they're still making $30,000, $20,000 a year. Well, why? Why can't you show up differently? Why can't you, if you understand the why and you put a heartbeat on that why, you show up differently and you like have the mentality of, I will not fail, I'll fall forward. And so I'm always gonna get back up and knowing what's not working. So if you're working, all these hours and you are completely burnt out and exhausted at the end of the day. So look like, just trade it. Like, um, I'm a big person on journaling, like write it down. How many hours did you spend on X, Y, and Z and right. what income like work and income go hand in hand. And oftentimes you hear trading dollars for hours and it's like, why, in this industry, do people continue that ugly cycle? It's like step into a place that gives you freedom instead of fear. And so knowing how to do that, someone leads me well with that. So just understanding, I'm not going to wake up every day and do the same thing that's not working. I'm going to step into a space and do something different. Yeah. And, and you know what, there, there's that saying, you keep doing what you're doing, you're going to keep getting what you're getting, right? That's that's, yeah. that's just the reality of it. You, you have to change something out of it. So, so to, 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 cause I really want to dive into this because I see you on social and, and you're doing well in terms of social. Uh, how did you overcome your, your videos? Meaning, you know, in the beginning, did you just hit record and delete or you're like, Oh my God, no. Uh, like how did you finally get to that point where you're just comfortable saying, I'm just posting it. And there you go world. Um, I definitely had a mentor. I always had a business coach. Um, and she held me accountable. I paid her. So, and you know, it's investment piece, personal development, I guess you could call it. Um, and she, she made me do it. So she said, Jamie, you're telling me you want to grow and you want to provide a source of income for your family, but I'm giving you the solution to do that. And so you've got to really, why are you scared of the video? Is it how you sound? Is it how you look? Um, I, I so often what, had, stress. what was it? What was it? Was it? Oh, for me, I yeah. had no, it, it was the missing value. So yes, I have tons of knowledge now and I could do a topic on anything you could probably ask me. Um, 
but I think the lack of knowledge. And so if you, if you are scared to do video now, that's okay. Why are you scared? And so if it's, you don't know what to say, we'll fill up your mind with powerful things and learn to show up one to two minutes every single day and get connected with someone that can help you do that. Someone stronger than you. So it was just little tidbits of video saying, hi, I'm Jamie Kellum. I'm a medical esthetician in Memphis, Tennessee, and I'm going to show up and do business differently. The end and get off, make it simple and short and yep. sweet, but know how to speak your message so you can serve someone that's looking for that message. So how long did you want to do video before? Oh, I never wanted you... to do video. I still to this day don't love video. <laughs> No, 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 but, uh, but, for, but, but, but can we agree that for your business, it's, it's probably yes. a, a critical part of it, right? Absolutely. To, to, to Absolutely. grow your business. You know, I, I don't, I don't want to do video. I mean, I look at myself to this day. I'm like, uh, right. But in, if you right. want to grow no, your business, it's a thing. right. Yeah. So, so how long did you want to do it in, in, in not want to, how long did you know you needed to do it for, to grow your business? until you finally mm -hmm. hired somebody that held you accountable that made you do it? Probably like a good, I spent a good year of just taking classes. Like behind, I was in my treatment room, showing up, doing the stuff, you know, and then I'd be at home with my family. And so I spent a good year of gaining knowledge and understanding first. And mm -hmm. in that year I struggled financially. Like we struggled um, because it, and it wasn't necessarily fear, but I knew these successful people were doing video and doing lives right. and, and they could speak well. So if you're scared, like learn how to speak well, take a class, read a book, read, read a book on what marketing, like pick up those things and, and learn from people, watch people. And so usually when I, when I come on at the beginning, I would have a little script of just three little bullets. So I wouldn't go off and cause you want to be valuable. Like no one wants to right. follow a train wreck. It might be funny but then you'll <laughs> stop, and yep. then you forget. And so if you can right. just be valuable and you can know what you're interested in and you have something to say, people will show up for that. And so it's not white noise. Every time I do a video, there's a purpose with it and a piece that some that someone can take something away. And so practice first, have a script and keep it short and simple and don't overthink it. Just do it, dress the part, show up and just go for it. Like if you stare fear in the face, you gain and you'll just get stronger and stronger with consistency every single day when you decide to show up differently. So whatever the problem where you're struggling, like say it's finances right now, <clears throat> whatever it might be, if you can just choose, well, what are you going to do differently? How are you going to get out of that right. hole or whatever it is? How are you going to be successful in a year of a pandemic when government says you can't leave your house? Okay. If I can't leave my house, let me jump on a feature on Facebook and I can serve people. <clears throat> I can connect with people, do what you can. And I think that is going to get, it's going to like first step to start you from fear to freedom. Fear to freedom. So, so here, <laughs> let, let me ask you a question based, based on your 20 years of experience and, and you know, you doing this as well. 
let's just say we have two estheticians, right? Okay. One esthetician, one, she is uh, afraid of video, you know, knows she needs to do it, but she doesn't do video, right? Okay. And, and that's, just, that's just her. Esthetician number two, she's afraid of doing video, but she listened to you and she's like, you know what? If Jamie could do it, I can do it. And I'm going to create purposeful uh, Facebook uh, videos and I'm going to post it consistently and I'm going to face the fear and do it anyways, right? What is the yearly income of esthetician one versus esthetician number two? Like drastically, you can go from making poverty level money, like 20,000 and under to six figures. And you can do that in a 30 day time period. $100,000, a year, $300,000 a year. And one of the classes I took taught me how to do that. And so knowledge is power. And so if you, someone's going to invest in you, if you are going to show up differently, someone's going to see that. And so right. it might be that esthetician A on over here, she is so scared, but her struggle hasn't punched her in the face yet. Esthetician number two, she's been punched, broken, she's bleeding. And she's like, I am gonna get out of this no matter what. So if it scares yeah. me, I'm gonna do it anyway. And so usually it's someone showing them how to do that, someone taking their hand and saying, this is step one, let me know after you do step one. This is step two, this is step three. And so success doesn't come overnight, but I've seen it in a 30 day time period. And Absolutely. it's beautiful. So, so here, Jamie, because I love math. I love numbers. What <laughs> you're telling me based on Jamie's experience, you know, yep. at, a, at a point, Jamie, it was uh, tough getting groceries, right? Yeah. Uh, when you, you've been punched in the face a few times and you still look amazingly beautiful, right? So, <laughs> so, so nothing is permanent. So what you're telling me is the difference between somebody consistently doing video and and I, and the statistics say the average esthetician makes between about thirty to forty grand a year, yeah. right? That that's what they're expected to make, right? So they let's just say esthetician one, she's making about thirty grand. Yeah. If she does videos, purposeful videos, right? That that are educating, that are connecting with the clients, and if she does that, and within thirty days of doing that and creating this habit of success, she can go from making 30 grand a year to 130 grand a year? Am I BS or, or is that possible? That's possible. And so let's, let's dive into that a little bit because it's not like, and you hear people that are successful say this all the time. It's like, we'll break that down. And so it could yeah. be that um, my brain just thinks differently. It's like, well, how do you get to success? So if you want to make, $130,000 a year. Well, how are you going to get there? So the first thing you're going to know is what you have right now. Right. But when it comes to breaking from fear to free, I am. And so you want to take the number that you want to make a year and you want to divide that by 12. Mm -hmm. And then you want to divide that by four. And then you want to divide that by how many days? Yeah. So whatever yep. the X amount of dollars is. So you said what? 130? 
130,000 divided by 12 is going to be about $10,833 a month. And then you so divide, divide by four by for four. the week. Yep. And so then that's about how, and then you're 2700 bucks a week. Uh-huh. So then you're going to divide that by how many days you are going to show up and work. So that so could be what, what, four days, five days. Let's just say five just just for right okay. now. So that's it's about like average, 500 yeah about 540 bucks a day. And then you're gonna take that and divide it by, say you can see 10 people a day. So divide that by 10. And then divide it by 10, that's only 54 bucks. Yes. So, so you're telling me if I, if I break this huge number, 130,000, which I think 90% of the, the estheticians that'll be listening to this would like to make. If we break yeah. down this 130 grand, like, oh my God, I've never even made six figures. And, and a lot of times, yeah. you know, like, like, for example, my mom, she, she made, God, she, she, my mom worked at a chicken factory, Foster Farms, and she made, I think it was $18,000 a year working hard labor, right, yeah. in, in a factory. And so, you know, she, she could never think of that. So a lot of estheticians, if if they weren't born in a family that that already knew this stuff, right? And to break it down, say, okay, this is all you got to do. Don't don't worry about the 130 grand. Don't don't worry right. about that number. Worry about how are you going to get your books to fill up this much. You need to make yeah. you need to see 10 people, and you need to make 54 bucks per yeah. person. And yeah. then just 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 one at a time. Don't don't look at this huge thing. You know. Yeah. A, th a journey of a, a thousand uh, what, miles begins with a single step. Yes, yes. And that's so true. But understanding, and I think that's the difference in someone that's successful and someone that wants to get there, but they don't know how. Um, you need to be led well. Yeah. And um, I think when it comes to seeing success, versus less, they're in abundance, they're successful. They knew the step, the first baby step on how to get there. And that's valuable to someone else. No one else can take my abundance or my success that I have put in, but I can help them. And knowing that simple figure is gonna help them break through absolutely and, and and that's the simplicity of it right so yes. so when we look at your business what's the most satisfying part about you and your business what what makes jamie smile when, when you look at your business what, what what keeps you going when clients come to me and they are in tears when clients come to me and they are in tears mm -hmm. because they went from fear to freedom and so hearing story after story after story, that keeps me showing up. That's, that's, that's what it's about, right? Because because I, I, I saw this quote somewhere and I, I always copy yeah. and I'll, I'll look at things that, that hit me that work well. They go, the success, a person's success, if you can look at it, not in terms of money and this stuff, again, the, the money will come. It took me forever to figure this out. If you don't worry about the money, yeah. but if you have enough success stories from your clients, 
yeah, you, you will be fine. Right. Don't, don't, don't count Absolutely. on just the money, the dollar signs. be like, okay, how many clients can I help? And how can I capture their story that I can share? Because you share enough stories, yeah. right? You almost don't even have to talk. And, and I, one thing I say again and again, an example I like is like chicken soup for the souls. Have you heard, heard of that book? Yeah, 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 it's story like after story. And so, yeah. yeah, and the authors didn't even write any of those stories. They basically collected other people's stories, yes. lapped it in a book and say, here's some great stories. And, and I think a business can be the exact same thing is you collect Absolutely. stories from your clients and, and you just display what, what the results that these people have gotten. You almost don't even have to say a word. You don't have to be salesy. You just be like, this is what, what so-and-so experienced. This is what so-and-so experienced, right? Because it's going to connect with them in a way that's got something, a story helps someone say, oh my gosh, maybe I can't relate to that, but I can relate to this. Yeah. And, you know, then they start to follow that process. They start to follow that lead. Yeah. Uh, you, you know what? Have you ever, like, like, like with Amazon, how, how I buy things on Amazon and, and my wife just buys things. Amazon people know us intimately because of all the right? junk that we buy. <laughs> so, so bad. But, but anyways, when I'm buying something, whether it's curtains or, or whatever it is, some Christmas decorations, we'll go on Amazon. And, and you know what I'll do is I'll look at curtains and I'll be like, okay, I'll look at this. I'll find the one with the most reviews, right? And yes. I'll kind of go, I'll, I'll start reading the reviews and I'll be like, there's a review, there's a review. But then there'll be one review that'll just resonate with me. And I'm like, oh my God, yeah. that's exactly what I wanted. And this person hit that point. Yeah. Even though there's all these reviews that it, it, different reviews will resonate with different people based on where they are. And to me, that's where a lot of these testimonials and client stories are, is you never know which story yeah. that person's going to resonate with, with a potential client. And, and to me, like we, we look at this number, like $130,000, right? And, and to me, I always tell people, I go, you know what? You are just one client right. away from that number. You're just one client away because that client's story, that client's testimonials, that client's friend circles, that client's referrals, yeah. right? Like, like that, that's just yeah. a beautiful thing, but, but you're just one client away. Absolutely. All right, so, so last thing, uh, Jamie, and again, thank and you. And if so you can, if it goes back to relationships. Yeah, yeah, it goes back to like about. understanding people. It, it's growing that relationship, yeah. nurturing that 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 friendship, and, and w once you have that relationship, then it's kind of like you know you you have this friend thing that you, you'll do favors yeah. for each other, you you help each other out, right? And and so Absolutely. so Jimmy, again again, thank you so so much for your time. And just one one last question, yeah. right? If you had the opportunity to get a message out to to all the estheticians out there, all these bold beauty bosses, you know, working to, to, you know, stay in business, to, to grow their business, to reach that next level, right? What, what would you tell them? What, what is something that, that you would, what message would you forward? I would say, show me and don't tell me. Oftentimes, especially veterans in this industry, they are so stuck in their ways and their mindset and they're older. So they know all of this. If you can step into a place and you're confident enough to say, you know what, this is not working, but I'm ready to learn something new and try yeah. something new 
in this industry, you have to think. And you have to think positivity. And if you are showing up the same day, same time, those results, and you're not able to bring a paycheck home, then water and don't stop doing that. It's not going to happen. So, if you, and find that one thing and like run and go and learn and do because you become someone that you never thought you could until the moment that you needed it. And so that's, that's really my heart on that. No, and, and that's, that, that's perfect. Show me, don't tell me. And, and I think, uh, especially nowadays, another uh, a tech executive, he, he shared something similar with me once because there's so many people, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do okay. that. I'm going to do this. And, and, and he was, he told me a story. He was telling me about one time he was uh, babysitting his grandson and, and, you know, grandson, kids, they're going to say, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this and then this. And he told, he, he told me this and it, it stuck in my mind ever since then, Jamie, he goes, I, I looked at my grandson and I told him, I go, you know what, why don't you do it and then tell me about it. Yeah. Right. So, so, so do it first and then tell me about it as opposed to I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I yep. coulda, I shoulda, I woulda. Right. And, and, uh, yeah. and it's just, like you said, it's just showing up, yep. right? Show up, do it, show up, do it, you know, take, take, take a shot in the, uh, the cheek, right. You're going to get, you're going to get bloody, but it's kind of like yes. the movie Rocky yeah. where you go through the battle and, and people, I believe, admire someone that's willing to put themselves out there and just say, you know what, I, yeah. that, that's cool. And especially if you're willing to help, right. Absolutely. And Show it's interesting because your heart, your heart will change. Like you become different when you grow, you speak differently, you walk differently, you talk differently. And so show me, don't tell me, don't tell me all these accolades. Like that's going to show. Don't tell me, right. just show me. Jamie, thank you so, so much uh, for, for your time, for, for all this valuable information and, and anybody that's listening to this please follow Jamie, right? She's, she's gotten the followers, but Hey, you know what? If, if you, you want to, if you want, if people want estheticians want to make and get to that next level, what yeah. I always tell them is to follow someone like yourself, follow someone that's <laughs> doing something. And, and again, uh, we're all at different levels. So if they just did what you did, if they looked at your content, what's Jamie putting out there and, and kind of say, okay, that's the message Jamie's putting. And can I do something similar? To, to, to follow somebody, if you follow what they're doing and how they're doing, I always say you can expect to get similar results. And here's one thing. I do have team members. I have people that want to do what I'm doing and they, they join my team and I teach them how to do all the things that I do. And at the beginning, when I give them small baby steps, and I think that's something in our industry that everyone wants like a hairdresser. No one's going to give the formula, right? Because they're right, so scared absolutely. they're going to lose that client. It's like, no, we can share the success and share the abundance because what I have in my path and my success, no one can take that. Yeah, And, and Jamie, and do me so a favor. I do mentor people. No, awesome. Do me a favor. Send me like a link or, or whatever information you have. And when I post this video, yeah. I'll, I'll include that on there. So people, again, here, okay. I stalk Jamie, right? I, I 
I follow Jamie and said, oh my God, I like what she's doing. This is, this is a, an amazing woman that's following and doing the steps that, that I, that I see I'm like, this is what you do if you want to succeed. So again, Jamie, if, if you're willing to help yeah. and you have this program and, and if people are willing to put in that time and, and energy and, and take, uh, take the advice from you of what yeah. obviously works, then, then by all means, please okay. follow Jamie, follow, you know, like, share, comment, do all these things and, and let's keep growing it. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> Yeah, absolute pleasure. All right, so Jamie, I will talk to you again soon. Send me that info so we can share that with our followers and, and let's keep on growing. Sounds great, thank you. And remember, show me, don't tell me. All right, bye.